Well, hello everybody. This is Nurse Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net with our very first episode of Stat Facts. This will be the assessment version, and this is just a trial. We'll see how it goes, and we will do more if there seems to be a calling for it. Stat Facts is just going to be some real quick um, information for you to listen to on in your car, um, just little tidbits, nursing pearls. So we'll go ahead and start. The first one we'll do is uh, vital signs for the adult. This is for the adult, not the pediatric. So your normal pulse rate is 60 to 100, regular, strong, and full. Your respiratory rate is always between 12 and 20. Your blood pressure systolic should be 120 with a diastolic at 80. Temperature 96.4 to 99.2 Fahrenheit is normal, or 35.8 and 37.3 Celsius. A lot of our computers at the hospitals will go ahead and convert that for you. Normal ICP is 0 to 15. It would be elevated if it is above 20. On your Glasgow Coma Scale, um, normal or mild brain injury would be at 13 to 15. 9 to 12 would be moderate brain injury and 3 to 8 would be profound brain injury. And there's a saying that we say if it's less than 8, intubate. When taking the blood pressure, if the cuff is too small, it will give you a false higher blood pressure. If the cuff is too loose, it will give you a false lower blood pressure. When you're doing an assessment of the abdomen, and this seems to be on a lot of uh, test questions, the order of what you're going to do is inspection, auscultation, palpation, and then percussion. So IAPP. Inspection, auscultation, palpation, and then percussion. Eyes, perla, what does that stand for? It means pupils are equal, round, and reactive to light and accommodation. OU for the eyes means each eye or both eyes. OD is the right eye. OS is the left eye. When you're giving ophthalmic ointments, the nurse should always waste the first drop of the ointment and then apply the ointment from the inner canthus to the outer canthus of the eye. We'll move on to the ears. A Weber's test is done with a tuning fork and assesses bone conduction. A Rhine test assesses air conduction to bone conduction ratio. Moving on to the cranial nerves. There are 12. Cranial nerve 1 is olfactory. So with the patient's eyes closed, present various odors, including one nostril at a time, document the ability to identify various odors. Cranial nerve two is the optic nerve, and this will test visual acuity and visual fields. 20-20 is normal visual acuity. Cranial nerve three is ocular motor. Cranial nerve four is trochlear, and we're gonna move in on to cranial six, which is abducens. We'll do cranial five in a second. Cranial nerve three, cranial nerve four, and cranial six, abducens nerves, they assess the extraocular motion. Cranial nerve five is a trigeminal, and this is a motor and sensory nerve. The motor part of it will assess the patient's ability to chew and the strength of the bite. The sensory side of it will assess the ability to distinguish light, touch, and pain. Cranial nerve seven, the facial nerve, this is also a motor and sensory nerve. The motor part will assess 
um, we assess the symmetry of the facial muscles, meaning is their face symmetric when they smile, frown, grimace, when they clench their teeth, and any other facial movements. The sensory side of cranial nerve 7 will identify various distinct flavors placed on the anterior two-thirds of the tongue. Cranial nerve 8 is the acoustic nerve. You have your cochlear branch, which will assess hearing acuity, and the vestibular branch, um, which the Romberg's test will evaluate the equilibrium. Cranial nerve 9 is the glossopharyngeal nerve, and that you can do by testing the gag reflex. Cranial nerve 10 is the vagus nerve. So while they're speaking, you can attempt to assess their uvula and palate. Good luck with that one. Cranial nerve 11 is the spinal accessory nerve. Ask the patient to shrug their shoulders against resistance with your hands. And finally, cranial nerve 12 is the hypoglossal nerve. Uh, have the patient stick out their tongue and return it to the mouth while assessing for any deviation, asymmetry, tremors, or fasciculations. Now there's lots of ways to remember the cranial nerves. There are various female organs that are mentioned. I'm going to go for the clean version here. Um, so the way you would want to remember the mnemonic for all 12 cranial nerves is OOO to touch and feel very green vegetables such heaven. I'm a big fan of juicing so that one really worked well for me. And if you need to try to figure out which of these 12 nerves are sensory or motor, there is another saying, um, and that would be, some say marry money, but my brother says big brains matter most. So the S, like some and say, would be sensory. M would be motor. And then if there's a B, like the word butt or brother or big brains, those are both sensory and motor. So again, on the cranial nerve mnemonic, we have OOO to touch and feel very green vegetables such heaven and to distinguish whether or not they're sensory or motor the mnemonic would be some say merry money but my brother says big brains matter most. Let's move back to the eyes real quick. I want to discuss a couple more issues with the eyes before we finish today. On some of the definitions um, mydriasis is a dilated pupil um, meiosis is a constricted pupil. Never instill more than one eye drop at a time. Never instill medications into an eye of a patient that's currently wearing contact lenses. If a patient is prescribed an ointment and an eye drop, um, you need to do the eye drops first before doing the ointments. So this was our quick stat facts for nurses, nursing students, and I hope it helped. If you could please leave a comment, a rating, and maybe uh, let us know what you would like to learn about, and we'll go ahead and make a quick podcast for that too. In the meantime, please visit us on Facebook at Nurse Study Net at Facebook, or see us on the website at nursestudy.net. Thanks again for joining us, and I hope you have a really good day.